In Father Teresa's wine cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, Child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. If you manual laborers would work as hard as the owners, you wouldn't be so poor now, would you? All right, folks, um, let's head on down to Florida. Uh, something we've riffed about before. Um, Rick Scott, when I was a Florida resident, something that I knew and I don't know how many other folks were well aware of. But like Rick Scott was this fake out of town weirdo. And he was essentially bought in by the uh, Koch brothers. The Charles and David Koch brothers actually brought Rick Scott to Florida and made him governor. All right. Now, something you may remember, um, uh, if you're just a nerd about this shit, or if you were a Florida resident, that Rick Scott banned the phrasing sea level rise from the fucking um, the state house. You just weren't allowed to say it. <laughs> Governor's Mansion can't say it. You don't say sea level rise. You don't talk about it. Now, Rick Scott has no reason to give a fuck about sea level rise. I think he was a pill peddler. And he had a, um, like a, I think a Medicaid or a Medicare fraud. But he's a fucking fraudster. He's a, he's a fraudster pill pusher. That's his thing. He doesn't give a fuck about climate change or environment. That's not his deal. He doesn't care about that shit. That was um, Charles and David Koch speaking through him, saying, don't talk about that shit. So now, you got that um, racist cat, I think, um, when he was uh, running. His name was DeSantis. And he uh, he said that shit to the black candidate, like, oh, we don't want to monkey things up. Y'all don't want to monkey this up here with this nigger boy. He didn't say the nigger boy part, but it was implied... All right. And so now with this DeSantis cat in here, we can uh, take a look over at the Miami Herald, which is one of these punk ass websites that, um, you know what these websites be doing now? If you have an ad blocker, they fucking just put a um, like a flash up in front of the screen. It won't show you the article. It's that shit. And it's like, again, what I say, look, I'm not I get it, man. Bills exist. Capitalism exists. You were born into it. You got to deal with it. But. Stop using flash ads. Put the shit in the goddamn JPG or whatever the fuck picture so that you don't slow my damn computer down. 
period. Like, if you're going to have flash ads, then I'm going to do that slick shit where, you know, where you click on the link to load the page, but then you hit the little X before it fully loads so it can't see that you have an ad blocker up and the ads can never come up. Like, fuck them, yo. Stop using fucking flash. All right. So you got a cat out there named uh, Senator Tom Lee of the uh, Thanato Sasa, all right? Uh, Republican, of course, that um, opened up a 90-minute hearing saying that we lost a decade, all right? Talking about not being able to say sea level rise. Another quote from uh, Tom Lee said, um, there hasn't been a lot of conversation about this. I understand that. And I understand why climate change was also banned, as well as sea level rise, under the Koch brother-owned Rick Scott. <clears throat> and Lee was in the Senate for the last six years of Scott's term, and he said he believes that there's a, quote, paradigm shift with um, Mr. Monkey This Up, Ron Racist DeSantis, uh, who, uh, fought, who followed the lead of local governments in Florida and appointed a chief resilience officer... Uh, to start talking about the effects of global warming on the state. All right. Now, uh, Tom Lee continues. He says, uh, there's a younger generation of conservatives in this here state that aren't as much in denial. The world is changing, and so is the leadership in government. And quotes pose up there. There he goes. And he says, of course, there's a, uh, a paradigm shift. Right? So... How that nigga Rick Scott set the tone for a little climate talk in Florida. And then old Trumple Stiltskin said climate change, it, it, it the Chinese hoax. It a hoax by the China. But um, and Tom Lee continues, he says, um, it's a little too early to predict this. I think reality is going to set in. If it doesn't, it's going to hit us right in the face. Alright. Now, uh, Something interesting on a Pew Research Center analysis, which is polls, which means they call people that have landlines still. Do you have a landline? Uh, nearly 60% of Republicans between the ages of 23 and 38 say that climate change is having an effect on the United States. And 36% believe that humans done caused it. Now, Republicans over the age of 52 agree with those statements at half the rate. And remember, a 52-year-old... Jesus Christ, I'm fucking 36? A 52-year-old is only 16 years older than me. God damn, get on board. You were in high school when I was born. You should be on this shit. Fucking clowns. Um, all right. So um, another individual that puts it down um, is a professor of marine science at the University of South Florida. And this fellow goes by the name of Gary Mitchum, M-I-T-C-H-U-M, Mitchum. And Gary Mitchum said, quote, We have detected that sea level rise is accelerating faster than what they had predicted in the past, end quote. Now, um, <clears throat> among plans that are still behind the curve, the Florida Department of Transportation, which has not planned for a two-foot motherfucking rise in sea level, uh, 
said that uh, the William Watts engineer of the FDOT said they, they ain't ready for that shit. And then another quote from uh, <clears throat> Gary Mitchum. He said, um, it's going to get worse as the climate continues to warm. Sunny day flooding will be a constant foe, putting a demand on roads, sewers, tunnels, and buildings in ways that defy current plans. Ooh. A quote. So this is what's going on in Florida. So, I mean, um, too little, too late. But, hey, they're talking about it now that they're allowed to. <laughs> I guess you just had to get a different racist in, right? And there you go. So you got a racist DeSantis. And uh, let's watch you still sink. Oh, man. Are there going to be an increase in sinkholes? I don't know. Maybe. Could be. It is Florida. All right. Let's figure this goddamn thing out. Juan Seller Media dot com folks we are really really excited to host the water summit meeting with the conference the u.s conference of mayors uh this is something that takes place every year but for them to host it in flint was a great honor for us the residents of flint can count on uh mayors uh supporting her uh supporting the story retelling uh the story to our communities to make sure that has been said before, what happens here is not repeated. We all have a duty to learn from your community, from the people of Flint, uh, to make sure that we take this uh, this important message of infrastructure investment, uh, of crisis management, uh, and ultimately of recovery back to our communities. Cities are struggling to raise rates in order to provide safe, adequate, and affordable water and sewer services, along with everything else that we do. And our message to Congress and the administration Previous administrations, future administrations, the current administration, is that you are not providing us with enough financial assistance so that we, at the local level, can meet the costly mandates that you, Congress, and the federal government have given to us. The message, uh, the message is loud and clear. Uh, the federal government needs to get serious about infrastructure. What happened in Flint... Uh, was not an accident. What happened in Flint was the logical outcome of a philosophy of government that basically tells these communities that you're on your own. All right, and uh, continuing on about sea level rise, I'm going to go on back to where I lived when I was three years youth. All right, 1986 in Olympia, Washington State. And uh, this uh, website is Olympia, OlympiaWa.gov. All right. So it's a, it's a .gov. This is what they do. And this is particularly about sea level rise. So there's a plan to protect downtown Olympia. And this is not new. All right. So the city of Olympia, um, L-O-T-T, Clean Water Alliance, and the Port of Olympia, under the guidance of the consulting firm AECOM Technical Services, completed the Olympia Sea Level Rise Response Plan in March 2019. So downtown Olympia, social, historical, you know, economic core of the city, whoop-de-wop, boom-dop-de-bam. But uh, the, what they're concerned with is um, it's going to be vulnerable to flooding because of uh, shorelines. And in coming decades, sea level rise could cause flooding downtown with property damage and loss of public services. And at just 12 inches of sea level rise, a 100-year fold event could occur every other year. 
All right, Florida was looking at uh, two feet. Olympia's looking at one foot. Um, proactive adaptation to sea level rise will be needed in the decades ahead to not only protect but also enhance our downtown and our shoreline. The preservation of downtown Olympia will require community support and attention. Along the way, opportunities will exist to enhance the natural resources attributed to the shoreline. All right. So sea level rise is a fucking thing. Glaciers going down is a fucking thing. The water getting colder where the glaciers are melting is going to expand the polar vortex. And um, yeah, we're going to get some shit. Like uh, I saw some predictions for the Midwest. I don't know if I covered them on the program, but uh, it's going to get nasty, folks. And I have my own prediction for the Northeast. I think New York is going to get blasted. Right, New York. Uh, what, what are they? What is this shit? Rhode Island and all that. New England is all that shit called New England? Is that how that goes? Maine, all that shit. They're gonna get fucking blasted with a fucking uh, jet stream from the uh, from the upcoming polar vortex. Yeah. So all this climate change shit is going the fuck down. That's so ill right early in my life i make a telephone call on a rotary phone now i fucking press a screen on a smart device and call someone to talk about how we're watching the world burn down enjoy Let your mind not be confused. If you can walk this walk, nigga, take my shoes. New fools, you fools, these fools, all y'all talking bad about me and my motherfucking dog. He ain't tripping, I ain't tripping, but y'all niggas still dissing. Mate, some of these suckers will never get it. Full clipping, if I miss it, I'ma tip it on the cribbing. Dog house in your mouth. Now tell me how you living. Who the villain? You the villain? Nigga, Ren is the villain. My homie from the CPT. Cold chilling. Now as time flies by, I see the game getting more realer. As I get more thriller, can you dig it? All the a fist bump, a pound, a terrorist fist jab. The gesture everyone seems to interpret differently. We'll show you some interesting body communication and find out what it really said. All right, let's see what the hell we got going on over here, buddy. Let me tell you something about them fellers. All right, so um, Cuomo, common name you hear out there in New York State. And right now, Cuomo is uh, is that their governing feller. All right. Now, this is from October 11th, uh, 2019, of course. And um, so uh, the homies had that joint cracking off uh, coming out day where niggas might be like, oh, what up, cuz? Hey, nigga, check this shit out, nigga. I'm gay, cuz. You know, or or they might step up and be like, "Hey, homie, you ain't even know this shit, but my nigga, I'm I'm bisexual," and and that's how folks do coming out day, and everyone says it like that too, and, and that those verbatim words, all right, they say it exactly like that. Like one person might pop up and walk up to the homies and be like, "Man, what's cracking with all y'all niggas over here, cuz nigga? What you know about that lesbian life, though, nigga, nigga?" And um and then that's national coming out day, so that that's how that goes down. But uh, Governor Cuomo did a little something there. See where it, see where it goes. See what it reaches. But uh, the headline that they have here is uh, on National Coming Out Day. Governor Cuomo signs legislation requiring organizations that care for homeless youth to complete LGBT 
competency training. All right, now I'm not too wise on this. We'll take a little glancy poo at it and I will link it with the show notes and maybe we'll learn something together. All right. So this is a quote from uh, Cuomo. I think it's Andrew Cuomo this time. Um, said, uh, quote, It is undeniable that a disproportionate number of LGBT kids end up in the care of homeless organizations because their families refuse to accept them for who they are. That's why it's common to sense, it's common sense to ensure that adults who care for these young people every day are equipped with the tools and information they need to understand issues specific to LGBT youth. I'm especially proud to sign this measure into law on National Coming Out Day and once again demonstrate to the LGBT community that New York State has their back. Nigga, that's bold talk. Y'all only have Islan Nettles back. Fuck you. Don't give all that flowery language. Just try to help the damn kids without saying some extracurricular bullshit. <clears throat> and so the legislation was um S.14. It looks like an 8. Yeah, S.148. Uh, 1A slash A dot 3619 because bills make sense. And it requires organizations to complete competency training under the new law. All employees of programs and organizations in New York State that provide care uh, to runaway or homeless youth will need to undergo training on the needs and issues of uh, who? lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender youth with particular emphasis on using the correct terminology when talking about gender identity and sexual orientation, addressing homophobia and transphobia from other youth in shelters, and supporting the families of LGBT youth. All right? Now, here's a... Oh, yeah, that quote's already there. All right, so then um, Brad Hoyleman, a senator out there in New York State, Said, um, he said, it's National Coming Out Day, which is an which is an appropriate time to take action to help homeless LGBTQ youth. Nearly forty percent of young people in homeless or runaway youth shelters identify as LGBTQ. In fact, LGBTQ youth are twice as likely as their peers to experience homelessness. Therefore, it's essential that our shelter system be equipped to handle the distinct challenges these youth face. With this new law, providers of runaway and homeless youth services across the state will finally have the tools they need to serve LGBTQ kids with the dignity and compassion they deserve. I'm grateful to Governor Andrew Cuomo, a longtime champion of the LGBTQ community, for signing this important bill into law, along with with Senator with Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins and my Senate colleagues for the steadfast support of LGBTQ rights, as well as the Assembly sponsor Felix Ortiz. That was a spot-on impression. That's exactly how Brad Hoyleman sounds. All day. Every day. Not a game. One mattress. In my bed. 
ready to go to sleep. You ever go night night, nigga? All right. <clears throat> okay, and we're gonna go ahead and link that up for you folks. Um, I think that's constructive, right? Um, could probably go a little harder, go a little more hardcore, but uh, you know, Democrats and incrementalism. It's the best you're gonna get. Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund, PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. And uh, folks, this is William J. Jackson, aka Dark Skin Nigglesworth. All right, I thought I had some other AKAs, aka Duke Washington. There could be some other shit. We'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, the cat is uh, out of the vet, has on a uh, had a fancy new outfit, tore it off. Phoenix Leader is going to try to sew it up in a way so that um, the cat can't just tear off the fancy outfit because there's a booty hole in the outfit, so. You know, they can go take a poo if need be. So that's going on. That bill is paid. Um, the car was uh, steaming and smoking again. Something might be cracked. Antifreeze not moving through correctly. Shit overheats and the game is fucked. All right. So uh, we're looking at some. Uh, <coughs> ooh, excuse me. No credit check. Rent to own car place where you probably just got to show proof of employment or some shit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to do it. Like, I, I don't think this joint is going to rock out through another winter. And uh, just go ahead and get a vehicular. Try to go under, uh, you know, like 80,000 miles or something like that. I think Phoenix Leader, she knows the miles way better than me. I may have totally fucked that one up. But, uh, yeah, I guess you want low something tens of thousands of miles. You don't want it in uh, six digits. Yeah, so that's just a thing we got to do. I'm on here rocking the podcast still. Uh, shit's going up on Patreon early. Folks know that. Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. And something that's not related to uh, accessing content, PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. If folks just want to hold it down for the sake of holding it down. All right. And uh, let's go ahead and dance it on forward. Get the fuck on from around here, buddy chief. Father Teresa's Wine Cellar is rated R. For keeping it real. All right, and taking a look over here at uh, pinknews.co.uk. And, yeah, folks, I know some some of my uh, progressive lefty heads, uh, you know, uh, Pink News is still capable of um, honest, good, getting down to the shit journalism. They can still do it. And uh, this, this one is uh, generally interesting. It's in the same vein. Uh, Tyler Perry's new studio will include a shelter for homeless LGBT youth. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, so Tyler Perry has said his new film studio will include a shelter for homeless LGBT plus young people and other marginalized groups. So the uh, they say the Medea creator. We don't really need to know about that part. All right. But um, he, uh, he he's, he's uh, recently finished the first phase of uh, work on a gargantuan new movie complex in Atlanta, Georgia, which stretches across 330 motherfuck acres. Now, uh, speaking to CBS this morning, Tyler Perry said he now plans to include a new compound to the house uh, to house people with nowhere else to go. Let's see. So he was being interviewed by Gail King. If I remember right, that's the one that... um was interviewing R. Kelly when he was uh, being R. Kelly. And, uh, yeah, I think that might be the same person. So he told Gail King, quote, uh, you, know, you know, I tell you, 
What I'm most excited about next is pulling this next phase off is a building, a compound for trafficked women, girls, homeless women, and LGBTQ youth who are put out and displaced where they're trained in the business and they become self-sufficient they live in nice apartments there's a daycare there's all of these wonderful things that allows them to re-enter society and then pay it forward again so that's what i hope to do soon which was a spot-on Tyler Perry impression. Fucking perfect. Um, and uh, now, notice in there, he said trafficked folks. Now, I got to tell you, over here, we, we tend to talk about sex workers' rights in a, in a specific way. And, uh, and we don't like folks that disingenuously talk about pe- people that are trafficked and what the fuck they going to do when they going to do this and they going to do that. I gotta tell you, Tyler Perry's doing way more than any swerf I ever heard of. Where, where, where? I mean, Anita Sarkeesian ain't broke. All right, I get it. She don't have Tyler Perry money, which I mean, hey, wasted your white privilege. But fucking, she don't got Tyler Perry money, Chief. But she could have did, nigga. Come on, an efficiency apartment, studio, studio apartment. Come on, a nine hundred square footer for like just one LGBT youth couple trying to transition into adulthood. No? Nothing? No. Megan Murphy and uh let's check your decibels. <laughs> Not sure. Megan Murphy. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. somebody. Somebody. Um, somebody to tell me something. I I can tell you the sex worker T. Oh, uh yes. So the T is, are mm-hmm. you familiar with Rachel Moran? Ah uh, fuck, I don't think so. So she is allegedly a former teenage prostitute who now basically does her job working with different anti-orgs trying to push um, and demand models like the Nordic model that hurts sex workers. And there is also another sex worker named Gay Dalton who happened to be working the same strolls where Moran was allegedly working. And Moran uh, is now suing Dalton because Dalton's like, I worked out there for years and I don't know you. I don't know anybody who knows you. I call bullshit that you worked out here at all. And so Moran is actually suing Dalton by saying, stop saying true things about me. Yeah, I don't know how that's slander. Like, it basically, in a world that's anti-woman and particularly anti-sex worker, to say you weren't a sex worker, I want to hear how you're going to make this a slanderous case. I want to hear all the words. Mm-hmm. Yes. Resurrect Cochran. Get him on it. I want to hear. Matter of fact, get Benjamin Crump's mumble-mouthed ass on it. I want to hear this shit. All right. But uh, yes, this is uh, pinknews.co.uk. Yes, remember some of my lefties, my progressives, they are still capable of journalism. All right, and that one is on uh, Tyler Perry. Mm -hmm. And this is extra fun. His film studio is located on a former Confederate Army base. Oh, that's fun. He said it's it's the property that slaves built and that was once a Confederate base. Think about the poetic justice in that. All right. That's fun. So that's uh, good times over there at pinknews.co.uk. Tyler Perry, some nigga that made a bunch of whack movies, doing way more for anyone that's been trafficked than any swerf will ever fucking care to. <laughs> Wine Cellar Media, 
Com. I don't know, man. That doesn't seem uh, woke. And I'm I'm woke as hell. All right, and there we are with it. Um, and keeping in the uh, same vein, uh, I was just uh, sniffing around. You know, th- th- these folks. These are the things. Like, if you just leave me alone to do <coughs> show prep by myself, and I'm just looking for stuff, not just looking in like uh like things that I saved while scrolling a news feed. This is the kind of stuff I might just be looking for because I want to. This is not new, all right? This is from June 13th, 2018. And um, this is coming from um, housingmatters.org. And it's five facts about housing access for LGBT people. All right? Um, Now, you're going to be surprised at all of these. We're going to go short on them, all right? Going to go short on them. One, now you didn't see this coming. LGBT youth face more than twice the homelessness risk of heterosexual cisgender youth. All right. And there's a study and they have a hyperlink to the study. We'll link this in the web post for the episode. A study conducted by Chapin Hill at the University of Chicago. That's Chicago, according to Kelly Bundy, explored the scale and scope of unaccompanied youth homelessness nationwide through a nationally representative phone survey and follow-up interviews for the segment of the survey administered to youth ages 18 to 25. Researchers asked about couch surfing or homelessness over the prior 12 months and the methods allowed for for a comparison of risks. So they have a uh, one in ten or three point five million youth aged eighteen to twenty five experienced homelessness over a twelve month period, but LGBT youth had a risk of homelessness one hundred and twenty percent higher hmm. than heterosexual cisgender youth after controlling for other variables, which means they actually did a real study, uh, <laughs> such as race, ethnicity. And high school completion, Mm. which getting kicked out of your house might affect that. Uh, LGBT youth remained at more than twice the homelessness risk of non-LGBT youth in the adjusted model, which also has a hyperlink. Don't worry, this will all be, you can find all this information. Look, the winesellermedia.com is a hub of justice. A hub of justice. <laughs> there you go. It's a hub of justice. Go there, get the information. Um, all right. What up, man? A Fe- hub of justice. All right. Phoenix is not feeling that one. She said, "Nigga, shut the fuck up." For you need some justice. I- <laughs> no justice, just us. Um, yeah, not yeah. me, just us. Uh, all right. Uh, the only groups uh, more at risk of homelessness than LGBT youth were those without a high school diploma or a general education of decency and unmarried youth with children. <coughs> all right. Moving it forward. Going through it quickly. Uh, two. All right. Again, folks, I know no one sees this coming. <laughs> Number two. Homeless service providers see more health problems in LGBT genderqueer and questioning youth. All right? I know, I know you didn't. Fiend's leader was like, whoa. I had no idea. Holy shit. I thought um, mental health services for the LGBTQ community were like well-funded and easily accessible. All right. And obviously that comes with some follow-up information and hyperlinks. Number three. All right. Now let's take a look here. Uh, 
21 states and the District of Columbia have housing non-discrimination laws that cover sexual orientation and gender identity. So not even half the country. That's... uh, There's a few. That's the District of Columbia and 21. Mm -hmm. You're not feeling that? That's not exciting? I'm actually looking now... um Mainly in the Northeast and Pacific regions, not liberal coastal elites, all right? (laughs) Um, Some Midwest, Mountain, and and Mid-Atlantic states offer protection. Uh, Three Southern states bar local anti-discrimination laws. What? Bar anti-discrimination laws? All right. Yeah, they're saying, like, you got anti-discrimination laws. We got some cognac for you, son. It's the bar. It's a whole bar of anti-discrimination laws. I really don't understand why people live in the South. I'm sorry. I know someone's going to be like, you're being a classic asshole, but I really don't understand. Number four. Phoenix does not understand. I don't. No tiende. Uh, Number four. Gay men and transgender people experience discrimination in rental housing searches, even in areas with anti-discrimination protections. You're kidding. Ah. As a millennial, believe it or not, I'm adulting. The fucking... (laughs) uh, Using paired testing, Urban Institute researchers documented whether same-sex couples with transgender people and transgender people experienced housing discrimination in searching for rental housing. Uh, tests mm-hmm. in the Dallas, Fort Worth, and Los Angeles metropolitan areas focused on sexual orientation discrimination, while tests in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area focused on gender identity at the time of the tests. Mm-hmm. State or local level protections existed in at least part of each of these areas. And I can hear it. There's somebody that's like, well, I mean, what if what if by the stats, the landlord just sees that they're high-risk renters? And I say, what if by the stats, everybody who's poor under capitalism is a high-risk renter? Go fuck yourself. What if under the stats, we should just kill all the landlords? And then, well, yeah, kill them. Or just take their shit. You know what? Just dare them. <laughs> just basically dare them. Just be like, you know what? We're just not going to give you the money. And, uh... Make us leave. We've abolished the police. You know that part, right? Yeah, yeah I was going to be like, uh... That's the main thing is, you gotta, if you get rid of the cops and the military, capitalism can't stand. They have to have their gun monkeys. Mm-hmm. No gun monkeys, no capitalism. That is true. But then also, don't these folks face job discrimination? Yeah. Isn't it still legal to just fire a nigga because gay? That's They're debating that in the Supreme Court right now. Oh, oh, that's going to go well. I'm sure it will. Yeah, good job nominating Hillary, folks. Wow, nice one. Thanks, liberals. We're going to get it again with Warren. I just, I I can feel it. Liberals, stop it. If you actually want to defeat Trump, when the primaries come out, you march your ass to that fucking poll, and you vote Bernie Sanders. Easy done. Easy going. And you'll fucking win. But you fucking push Hillary, too, you lose again. Yeah. um, We need progressives. Progressives are the only people who can beat Trump because there's... That's the thing is, like, everyone who's saying this is doing okay. 
that like, oh, but, you know, I like Warren or she's kind of progressive or incrementalism. It's not okay for the rest of us. So there's no incentive for the rest of us to vote for somebody who's going to let us die. That's the whole thing. No, well, it's not Warren that's going to let us die. It's the markets that she believes in. Well. (laughs) She believes in markets. Capitalist to my bones. Oh, fuck you, people. And fucking Warren is 98% white. (laughs) Yeah, but she's a woman, so whatever. It doesn't matter. Um... I think my favorite response to the capitalist to my bones thing was uh, Beth Lynch on Twitter because somebody put out a poll and they were like, what's in your bones? And they like, you know, the choices were like capitalism, democratic socialism and <clears throat> marrow, I think. Hmm. And Beth Lynch quote tweeted that and said, I don't know. I don't know what's in my bones because I haven't been able to afford a doctor for 12 years. <clears throat> yeah. Zuckerman's famous crib. <laughs> All right. Uh. What? <laughs> but. Yeah, like that. Like, if somebody were to be like, they're high risk <laughs> renters. What if they're not gonna hold a job? It's not not them not holding a job. Mm-hmm. It's a job not holding them, motherfucker. Right. right. All right. Shit. They didn't land on discrimination rock. Discrimination rock landed on them. How about that, fuckface? Wow. You go fuck yourself. Well, not you. You probably like this show. Whoever's listening to this, not <laughs> not you, but. Whatever libertarian ass face Yang Gang motherfucker. Oh, God. Yang Gang. Y'all niggas don't but gang bang, nigga. Fuck that. Y'all want to talk gang shit. Let's get silly. Uh, number five. Through an emphasis on LGBT inclusion service provides. I read that as if the comma wasn't there. I fucked up. (laughs) Through an emphasis on LGBT inclusion, service providers and housing developments can strengthen access to housing and services, especially for LGBT seniors and homeless youth. Hmm. All right, let's take take a look at it because this is the last one. Let's run through it. Um, Excuse LGBT-specific housing programs and services can offer targeted supports and a welcoming environment, even without restricting access to sexual orientation or gender identity. Such programs are especially common and needed for LGBT youth experiencing homelessness and for LGBT seniors seeking um, enriched housing. Mainstream housing and service providers can also improve their work through staff trainings to improve awareness and cultural competency, which is what that um, in a previous segment that uh, Andrew Cuomo cat signed off on over there in the New York. Uh, for senior care providers, the nonprofit services and advocacy for GLBT elders. Why did they switch the letter? Uh, Sage, I. I never remember what that stands for. Uh, SAGE offers uh, SAGE care programs with trainings on LGBT inclusive communities and improving aging services for <laughs> LGBT seniors. Nice. All right. And that's what's going on. All right. Yeah, it, it's the wine cellar. Fiends Kalita calls it a hub of justice. I do not. And I agree with that. No, no, I don't. Fiends Kalita is... A Palestinian. Okay. I, I didn't know where I was going what? with it. Yeah, that, that, that's where it landed. You're not feeling that. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. I'll give you until I finish me cuppa. And I'm fucking thirsty. And there we have it. Outstanding. Winecellarmedia.com. Um, I like this program called The Pose. No, no, it's just Pose. 
It's just Pose, and it's on the FX. Mm-hmm. And they uh, aired season two. I hope they're recording a season three. Like, I think that, like, um, like as a kid that watched a show called Daria, like, I felt like P- P- Pose is a good one to have. Like, Pose is a good show to have as an adult, right? As a teenager that watched Daria, to be an adult watching Pose, it fits for me. I like it because I think Pose is a smart show. Phoenix Kaleeder hates Pose. Thinks it's smelly. A TV show cannot be smelly. I don't, then why do you think it's smelly? I don't think it's smelly. Yep. And I just don't watch a lot of TV shows. She thinks it. She'll watch Defeat Robert Flay. Yes, I will. All the fuck long day. Yes, I will. But will not watch queer, black, and people of color and transgender mm-hmm. and Billy mm-hmm. motherfucking Porter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rocking the fuck out. Yeah, I don't watch Pose. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I've never seen an episode of Breaking Bad. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy. How dare you list those with Pose? <laughs> Jesus. All right, folks, look. She's not on the program anymore. Don't unsubscribe. Stay on the Patreon. Stay subscribed through iTunes or Stitch or however you're getting it. Like, you just insulted everybody. You just listed Pose with those. They're popular shows. They win lots of awards. Uh-uh. Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize. A dr- excuse me, Drone Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize. Donald mm-hmm. Trump won an electoral college. <laughs> Winning don't mean shit. <laughs> Nigga. Hillary won the popular vote. Yeah, and somehow she also won the primary in California. So Billy Porter... This is on today.com. By the way, love his runway looks. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. He showed the fuck out for uh, the Met. Oh, my God. That's when I be seeing that nigga. I be like, man, this motherfucker, he is taking up too much of the handsome. Like, you got to give somebody else some of that shit, you greedy fuck. (laughs) 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 Nigga, we want to look good, too. Nigga, this nigga and Tay Diggs and Morris Chestnut just took it all. I mean. Stone cold motherfuckers. Life's not fair. And then everything that they had left over, they just gave it to Omar Epps and then laughed at the rest of it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck them niggas, man. All right, uh, but this nigga Pose, uh, this nigga Billy Porter, is uh, going to play a new character. All right, I have the glaucoma, folks. I need to expand this. All mm-hmm. right. So, he's going to <laughs> join on a, um, a re-release of something by uh, the folks in Sony... Right, which I could have sworn this was some Disney shit, but you know, get down. Uh, he well, can conf- Sony's reimagined version. Hmm. And no lawsuits. No. Somebody paid somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, money went across. Well, hands. I mean, but also, it's a fairy tale from like the 1600s or something. You can't oh, really like okay. so it's copyright not, it's, it. Copyright. I thought it was originized. <laughs> no. All right. No. 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 So, uh, Billy Porter confirmed uh, the news to this actual outlet today on Saturday night that he will play Cinderella's fairy godmother in the updated live-action re-motherfucking-make. The news first broke. Now, if if they would make this shit rated R and have, like, some action scenes and, like, the fucking... The horse and carriage was getting chased and then Jason Statham came out with a gun and shot somebody. Like, I'd watch it, but if it's just Cinderella, 
I, I don't really Cinderella. You watched Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that Beauty and the Beast is the shit. That was the original Daria. <laughs> Yo, dead <clears throat> up. Uh, <clears throat> so fucking, um, so they're going to have this live action remake. Uh, the news first broke uh, at the New Yorker, uh, New Yorker Festival during an onstage conversation with the New Yorker's uh, Rachel Syme. There could be Sime or Sim. S-Y-M-E. Sime. Sime. Oh, why not? Hmm. Well, I hope they didn't get stymied. <coughs> Let's see. Well, niggas is grimy. All right. These dad jokes are really old-timey. You know that? <laughs> Blimey. Uh, so, um, <laughs> Cabello came on the project in April with, uh, Blockers. Okay, somebody who directed a program or film called Blockers, and their name is Kay Can, and they attached, uh, to the helm, and, and they pinned a script, and Cabello will be involved in the music for the project, which grew out of an original idea from James Corden, and the film will be produced by Corden and Leo uh, Perlman uh, through their Full Well 73 banner. That must be like their company or something. Mm-hmm. All right, so Billy Porter's going to play a fairy godmother. I wonder, like, is it going to be drag? Is he just like, yeah, I don't know. How, don't how, know. How's he going to rock this? I don't know. Yeah, how's he, how's he going to fucking rock this shit? I mean, he's done drag before. <clears throat> okay, see, these are the things I don't know. Well, he was in Kinky Boots on Broadway. Yes, that's right. Billy Pooter was act Pooter. Billy, <laughs> he doesn't have gas, folks. That's me. All right. Billy Porter was actually in Kinky Boots on Broadway, which is an outstanding program. What's it right? about? What, Kinky Boots? Yeah. Oh, it's about uh, promiscuous footwear. We all know that. <laughs> These are the mm-hmm. facts. And after um, Porter left, who took his place? Oh, no, I think there was someone in between them. But who else played in Kinky Boots on Broadway? Uh, played in Kinky Boots. Mm-hmm. And uh, Billy o- Porter's role. Orenthal James Simpson. Great performance. I give it five Broncos. It wasn't about killing white women. No? No. Uh, Todd Call. Oh, Toddy Todd. I taught him everything he knows. I want Todrick Hall to work with Tech Nine, like <coughs> for the fact that those are two very loud, boisterous black perfectionists. Like they, they would make something perfect, cartoonishly perfect. Nothing out of place. Todrick Hall and Tech Nine, make it happen, folks. All right, and uh, that's WineCellarMedia.com. All right. And if you want promiscuous footwear, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund or, uh, or, and, uh, and you can subscribe and, uh, and then you get uh, early access to shit. I'm about to upload some shit before I go to bed tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you're hearing it, I uploaded it. And, uh, and there's also paypal.me slash Phoenix and William. If you just want to hold a nigga down, uh, shit is real and we're going in. I signed up for overtime uh, on, at the factory all week next week, mm-hmm. took a couple days off. And, of course, when I took a couple days off, the car is smoking mm-hmm. and the cat got a bug in its throat. Uh, so a like, maggot that had to be removed. Uh, a, war- a warble. Yeah, it's like a fly, though, right? And then it lays the egg and then, like, the maggot comes out. 
Yeah, and the maggot can get in the cat's nose if the cat is messing around with a rabbit's nest or wherever the well, fuck Well, the eggs get in. The eggs. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no good. No good. Yeah. There's literally a hole in light-skinned Killmonger's throat right now. Because apparently the vet, they don't sew those up when they remove they those. They did not sew it up. I was a little surprised it didn't get, like, a little stitch or two. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's all it would take. It's a tiny hole. Yeah. But it's like, it's still a hole. Right. Like, it's a hole in the body that's not supposed to be there. Only the holes that evolution put in the body should be there. I mean... I guess it did evolve those maggots. Mm-hmm. But also, they're not supposed to get in cats. That's only because cats, well, I guess curiosity. curiosity killed the cat. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yep. It reminds me of that snail shit. Did I show you the snail? Uh, no. So there's like <clears throat> some type of parasite. I think it's also a type of fly. But it um, like wants to be eaten <clears throat> by birds. Which is weird, because that's where it lays its eggs. So then the eggs come out, and the bird poop, and snails apparently eat bird poop. So the snails get the parasite, and it literally, like, zombifies them. Like, it changes their color, it takes over their, like, nervous system, and makes them move. And then in their eyes, because you know how snails' eyes have, like, the like the protruding oh, yeah. things? Yeah. It, like, turns them colors, and they look so, like, to attract birds to peck out the snails' eyes. So that it can continue to cycle and lay eggs in the bird's intestines again. It's like circle of life. It's a fucked up circle of life. But then there's something else about the fucking snails, right? Because like, because those snails, they fucking, they come to your house. They're on your porch. Uh-huh. Right? And you fucking, you pick the bastard up. You toss it. And then it lands, bust its shell, all the shit. And then the next day, it's back on the porch again. And you look at the snail and you go, hey, the fuck's your problem? Training day great movie that's right wow it's all about smiles and cries fuck you fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> all right but yeah patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund paypal.me slash phoenix and william yes phoenix Kalita. yes doing swap stuff yes doing swap cast <clears throat> yes actually oh when oh tomorrow morning shit yeah Shit, yeah. Because I have some stories to cover. More swap cast. The folks want it. And remember, <laughs> if she what? So if you have some stories, yeah. So you know each one's going to be its own individual episode. I think so. And then that means each of those episodes, Patreon early access first. Yes. And our Patreon is not a tiered system. All right. You <laughs> sign up for what you uh, for what capitalism will allow you to sign up for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? On the real to real, it really is like there's morality to it because folks actually do sign up based on that. Yeah. It's dope. And we appreciate the holy fuck out of it. We buy groceries. Mm-hmm. All right, Muckers, Please be as safe as possible wherever you is being whatnot.